Iowa everywhere. Hello again, everyone, and welcome uh, to Iowa Everywhere. This is a special edition of The Hook. Uh, my name is Ken Miller. I we're on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO, and going to talk a lot of Kentucky Derby with our friend Jason Luch, of course, the racing manager of the All Bar Racing Stable. This will be, I guess, the Fourth time, they've run three on their own. They were part of Donegal with Patty O'Prado way back in the day when Patty O'Prado looked turning for home like he might find that hole, but it wasn't to be. And Jason Luce joins us as we take a look at his two derby contenders and a look at the field in the 149th Kentucky Derby. Well, this is always the goal, Jason, and here you are with two and one on the outside looking in. If there is another uh, defection, you would be the first uh, horse. Cyclone Mission would be the first one to get in which would be great. It's hard to root against Dale Robins or, or just think about him being on the outside looking in. Right. But Derby Week's a little bit busier for you. How you handle oh, it? Oh, man, it's been a real exciting. I tell you, ever since we won the Arkansas Derby, I think it's been the longest month of our, our, our racing career. It's just uh, you're just walking on eggshells, want to put bubble wrap around the horses and just oh. get them to this point. And uh, we're getting close. we got a couple more days of training. Have, hope everything stays good. But the horses are doing good. And um, we just can't wait for our family and friends to get down here and experience this because, uh, like I've told a lot of them coming for the first time, I don't expect this to happen maybe ever again. This is a rare, rare occasion, yeah. and, and and enjoy every minute of it because it's it's this game's really hard. No, it really is, and for you guys to be in the spot you are, I've said it, uh, you know, over the last month on the radio, it's just remarkable uh, because there was a time that you did have three in, and then all of a sudden. Uh, it took such an incredibly high amount of points. Jason, what's changed? Why did it? Because I can remember Derby's past. It was, you know, you get 20, 25 points. Oh, You've absolutely. got a pretty good chance. You're going to get in the starting gate. What's well, changed? Well, a couple of things I think, Ken. The one is that we're having, obviously, the Japan and and horses in now. So that, you went from 20 spots to 18. Yeah. And um, and I also think that we're paying we're, we're giving points to fifth place now and that, you know, those little points do add up, you know, it might be a point or two. And that's the yeah. difference between from us getting in the Kentucky Derby not. So uh, I think those two contribute to a lot of the, um, the points. Well, I want to go through the field with you. I just want to kind of pick your brain on what the week has been like and then what's it going to be like on the day. So I'm always uh, one to believe that I, I want to watch a horse work out for the last time, the final prep. And we've got some of that video, Aiden, you can run, uh, you can run Jace road and, uh, and angel of empire working uh, together in company. I believe it was on the 29th, but are you one Jason that, uh, that um, you can really tell when your horses after watching them work uh, that they looked like they're sitting on a good race. Yeah. You know, a lot of it comes, you get a lot of, you know, visually you, you look at the workout and, and right away, I thought, you know, wow, um, Angel had a tremendous workout. Was a little disappointed, obviously, uh, honestly, in Jace's gallop out. I thought, uh, you know, Coley Road. I thought he'd be really peaking going into the Derby, and and I was a little disappointed on on his gallop out. But on the opposite end, I was probably the most excited I've ever been on Angel. I just thought he had a tremendous work. Um, Brad says the two works after he's after the Louisiana after we won the Arkansas Derby are probably his two best works he's had. Mm. So. Um, we're, we're going in with cautiously optimistic that uh, he's sitting on a big one. Uh, I, I'm sure you saw the gallop out on the yep. workout. It was, I mean, they couldn't even pull him up. So it was just a tremendous work. And we know he wants to go a mile and a quarter. And, and now it's all dependent on the good Lord and see if we can get a good trip. And, you know, he doesn't get stopped on the way home. 
Well, what you're watching on your screen now, that's Jace's road on the inside. The yellow looks like a yellow and blue cap and uh, Angel of Empire going to range up alongside him at the top of the long Churchill down stretch. And they're going to come through the stretch together. So Angel of Empire, Jason, when did you start to believe, um, you know, that this horse is, is potentially the horse that's going to lead you to the roses? When did you start to think that this is a legitimate derby threat? Honestly, it was uh, the first race of the year. Or, uh, I can't remember the exact date when he ran in the smart. I think it was the Smarty Jones at Oakland Park. I, I don't recall the exact date. He got second to Victory Formation, and it was a mile race at Oakland. It was a it was a Derby Point race, and uh, I just thought he was very from going. We knew a mile was going to be too short for him, but the way he did it, the way he finished, and the way he get again back to the way he galloped out, I just I was like wow. And I talked to Brad after the race, and he said, hey, we're going a mile and eighth next time in Louisiana. We're going to send him to Louisiana along that long stretch because we know he wants to go further. And I was just so impressed with how he did everything that day. And then we didn't win the race. But that's It was just a stepping stone. And I really started getting excited. And I was when we went to the Risen Star, I just had a tremendous amount of optimism, you know, going a mile and eighth. I knew that's when the men separate, you know, from the boys and the men, when you go from the mile 16th to a mile and eighth. You really find out who the real Kentucky Derby contenders are. And I was really surprised that I think he, you know, he was like 18 to one for a couple minutes to post and got bet down late. But I had a tremendous amount of time. I didn't know we were going to win the race, but I knew he was going to run big just because I know he wants to run that far and he's going to be competitive. And Luis Saez gave him a great ride that day. And we were so fortunate enough to, to win the Risen Star. And, you know, Brad just did a tremendous job of giving him ample spacing into the Arkansas Derby then. Give him five weeks, and he just responded with a huge effort in the Arkansas Derby. And, um, you know, I just think he's a horse that continues to get better and better. And as you know, Ken, going in the Kentucky Derby, those are the horses that are very dangerous. Indeed they are. We just saw the gallop out. Angel of Empire kept going on. Jace's road uh, pulled, not pulled up, but certainly uh, was falling behind uh, Angel of Empire in the in the gallop out, which is a very important uh, for the eye as well. So Angel of Empire, a Pennsylvania bred. Uh, tell the story about how you came up, well, how you found him. I read it uh, that you, you know, you and your father-in-law, Dennis Albaugh, you, you, you guys are the ones along with, uh, you know, some trained eyes that accompany you. Uh, pick out the horses, pick out the yearlings, but you thought that you maybe didn't have enough and you were going to stick around. And boy, yeah. uh, that was fortunate that you decided yeah. to stay that yeah. extra couple of this, days. This is a numbers game. You know, you can't have enough quality Colts uh, going into their two-year-old season if you want to try to hit the Derby trail. You know, injuries and, and some horses that you might think are really good but don't pan out. So it's a numbers game. And I just thought we were a couple of Colts numbers-wise short when we left the sale. And I asked Dennis if I could continue to work the sale on books four and five. So, you know, not this, I wasn't going to pay big dollars for anything, but just let me get a, a chance on a few more Colts. And um, I just ran across his pedigree. I thought it was a, a, a definitely a, a two-turn pedigree with a classic empire on top. And um, he was always a special horse to me just because he, he, he hurt us a little bit and beaten out this time in the Breeders' Cup. So I've yeah. always, you know, I was, uh, <clears throat> I always had feelings for not for classic empire. And I'm like, maybe this horse will pay us back and give us something special. So, and boy, did he ever, he's, um, you know, we, did I think that he was going to be a derby horse when we bought him in book five? Absolutely not. But that's why this game is so, so mm -hmm. special because you don't know, you can buy one for 10,000 or a million dollars. It doesn't guarantee anything. And we just took our time with this horse, and Brad Cox has done a tremendous job developing him. We started him at Indiana Grand. I mean, mm -hmm. everyone was kind of asking me, why do we do that? And, you know, Brad Cox also started the horse that won the Kentucky Oaks at Indiana Grand. Um, so 
it, it doesn't matter where you start, it's where you finish. And we just took our time with this horse and, and I just, I just, you know, get, hopefully get some racing luck. Cause I just think he's doing so good. And if he can just get the right trip and, you know, I don't know what the, what's going to entail. If, you know, if there's going to be everyone saying there's no speed in this race, I just don't buy that in the Kentucky Derby. There's no, not there will be. be exactly. You yeah. know? Yeah. So it's now it's just, if he gets the right trip and I think I, I like our post a lot, you know, um, when we when we sat down at the table yesterday, um, people were asking me where I wanted to be, and honestly, I wanted to be ten and out for him, just because I think he can kind of break off and and he doesn't get a bunch of horses on top of him. So I, I really like the post well. Yeah, and he certainly looks like he's got the right running style for this race. So this will be the fourth time that uh, you, you, the Alba Family Racing Stable has had horses in. So let's go to the other three: J Boys Echo, uh, Free Drop Brit, Billy, and Brody's Cause. Um, all, all of the, all three of you liked your chances going in, but I'm guessing that this feels different with Angel of Empire, right? That yeah, this is yeah. a legitimate Man, chance to wear the. This horses. is any any time you come off winning a grade one prep is your last prep you, you got to feel like you have a lot of confidence going in i think there's what mm -hmm. five five grade ones preps before the kentucky derby and and i i and i might be a little biased but visually i thought it was the best looking prep before mm -hmm. the derby of any of the races i just thought the way he did it and how he beat the field was just tremendous and um i just think that like we talked before you got to be going the right direction and uh i really feel like he's got he's got a little more in the tank and i think as we stretch out a little bit farther that he'll be continuing to run and i, I just hope he can show show his best stuff on saturday yeah there are a lot of people back here rooting for you as well i want to ask you about uh, some of the other horses in the field obviously you followed the trail with cyclone uh, mischief or jace uh and then of course angel of empire um your trainer, Brad Cox, one of the trainers, he's got a boatload of them. He's got four horses in the Derby. Yeah. Hit Show, who's a big price at 30 to 1, who was running at the end of the Wood Memorial, and Verifying. Verifying, to me, might be one of the – he drew inside. It almost – does he have to go to the front? Does yeah. he have to go? Yeah, I, I was thinking that Brad – I didn't ask Brad because it's kind of a touchy subject sure. when you're talking about other horses, but – I had a kind of feeling that, you know, when you draw the one, two, that kind of forces your hands a little bit. I don't think that their camp is really happy with where Verifying drew. He's a, he's a very dangerous horse. Very good. I know Brad's very high and Verifying. And so um, he's going to have to, you know, leave the gate running and hopefully he doesn't get caught in a major speed duel because uh, he can break him from the two hole. You don't have much choice. Uh, two fills is an interesting uh, horse. He hasn't run since uh, one of the minor preps along the way. It's actually a grade three. Um, mm -hmm. The race has changed names so many different times, but it's yeah. on the Turfway Park just outside yeah. Cincinnati, <clears throat> but in the state of Kentucky. But nonetheless, two fills is an interesting horse. I think that um, he's going to be the one that uh, one of the ones I think is running late. What do you see when you look at two fills? Yeah, I think he's definitely the wise guy horse on the backside, you know, as I'm walking around the last couple of days. You know, he's one of, I think he's one of three horses that's won at Churchill Downs also. Um, mm. And he won, I think he won the two, as a two-year-old stake. Street sense, here. yeah. Yeah, yep. it's a street sense stake. So, uh, tremendous amount of respect for the horse. Yet, um, we we did run against him in the Ridden Star, and we're fortunate enough to beat him. But he ran, came back with a monster prep at the Jeff Ruby Stakes. And so, uh, another horse that's going the right way. Um, he's very scary and, and legitimate chance to win the Kentucky Derby. Confidence game is taking a different way of approaching yeah. this race. He's not run since uh, way back in February when at the Rebel in yeah. uh, in Arkansas at Oaklawn Park. Jace's Road matched up with him uh, earlier in their career back when they were two-year-olds. Uh, Keith DeSormo is a terrific trainer. What are your thoughts on confidence game? 
Well, it's never been done in the history of Kentucky Derby to have this long a layoff. I think it's what fifty some days, or yeah. is it that? So, God, the horse, the way the horse is training, though, holy cow! You know, I had a huge monster uh, mile workout, and then came back with a five furlongs and fifty eight or nine this weekend. And the horse is doing tremendous. Um, obviously, they, they think a lot of him. Uh, if if he's that good and we can win the Kentucky Derby off that long a layoff, uh, he's a special horse, and he might be. I mean, we just don't know. And so uh, I think he's a horse that's going to try to go to the lead. He's got it coming from the inside. And I think he's, uh, you know, he's obviously fresh. So I think he's going to show a lot of speed. Tapa Trice won a race that uh, you guys won the Bluegrass in his final prep. Uh, Tapa Trice just got up to win that day. Your thoughts on the Bluegrass winner? Uh, Travis, uh, very, very talented horse. It's going to be interesting. You know, I think uh, – I, I don't think they're probably happy with being in the inside just because he's not a fast breaker. So he's going to get covered up. He's going to have to work the best, you know, a great trip and get a little lucky, but probably the one of the most talented horses in the field, definitely going to be the favorite in the Belmont, as you know, Tappets from the Belmont. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, how much traffic he can fight through because, but he's very, very talented and that's in a rightfully deserving second favorite. Kings Barn, one of the rarities, did not run as a two-year-old, yet here he is. He's never lost. He's three for three, including a win in the Louisiana Derby over in Jace's Road, who we brought up before. Uh, Lightly race Colt didn't run as a two-year-old, just the same kind of boat as Justify. Yeah, you know, he's really um, a scary horse because I think he can, he can be one of the ones that gets that pocket trip because there's going to be speed inside of him. And he can sit right behind him, in, in my opinion. And we don't really know how good he is yet. I think, you know, he's only ran three times. And the way he won the Louisiana Derby was very impressive. Everyone wants to say the times and the numbers weren't that good. But he did it. He did it. He didn't have to exert himself and he won easy. So very dangerous horse, very scared of him. Think he could get a great trip. Uh, being only his fourth time, lifetime start is maybe the only knock on him. Let's move to Mage, a horse that was running at the end, Forte and Mage in the uh, Florida Derby. I knew nothing about Mage going into the race. <laughs> I was impressed coming out of it, though. I yeah. was lightly yeah. raced, though, Jason. Yeah, um, I think what, this week is four start. Is that right, Cam? Yep, fourth start. Um, yeah, four start. That's asking a lot for a three-year-old Colt, and your four start being the Kentucky Derby justifies about the only one that's ever been successful at it. But he's very he's loaded with talent. Um, he's had a little trouble leaving the gate in his last yep. two starts. It's really caused him to to have some difficulty. But if he leaves the gate running, there's no doubt with his breeding uh, that he can get the distance and he's going to be very dangerous. And on a side note, I don't know if you remember that his mom was owned by the Donegal group, Jerry Crawford. What was the mom? What, who's the who's the mayor? I think it's Puka. Puka. Yeah, I do remember Puka. <laughs> One of the few funny? Phillies they had. Yeah, 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 yeah. So on a side note, that's pretty cool that uh, yeah. Jerry – yeah, so – I did not realize know, that. Yeah, so I know that that's a, so that'd be a half brother to uh Puka is a half brother to who's who, who's the horse that won all the grade ones for him? Uh oh the, the, the turf one the blue the one the bluegrass and then one that ran the derby. Doolahan? Yeah, Doolahan. Yeah, yeah there Doolan. you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh Skinner's an interesting horse. Skinner was on the outside looking in, the same spot you guys were in prior to the draw. He was 21, Cyclomischief 22. There was a defection. Uh Skinner gets in. You guys move up here. You're the next one in, should there be one. This is a horse, Jason, that's starting to really come around. Didn't show much as a two-year-old, but seems to have figured it out. Yeah, when, after the Santa Anita Derby, when he was uh he was on the outfalls, as far as getting in the Kentucky Derby, I said that's one horse. That if he gets in the field, I'm scared of because his breeding, as you know, Ken Curlins, they're bred to yeah. get the distance. Um, he's a horse that's very lightly raced and continue to get better. It's one of those horses that's peaking, getting better, better, and it's very, very scary. Um, him and Disarm are the two horses that scare the heck out of me as far really? as. Really? 
Yeah, disarm is actually the if you look at it, if you, all the workouts that I've you know been on the backside, uh, he's the horse that's really scary. He's training like a monster. He's he's at uh, two works back since he just ran in Lexington in fifty nine. He worked in fifty nine and it's just been doing. Uh, they're giving they're throwing all the cards in. Uh, Steve Ashton's trying everything and you know it's a gun runner. It's very scary. He's, mm-hmm. he's loaded with talent. Loaded with talent. So he's a horse that you don't want to leave off your ticket. I can assure you that. Yeah, interesting. Joel Rosario is going to ride. Now, if if uh, Cyclone Mischief gets in, <clears throat> I think yeah. Rosario was named on him. Who who you would have to find somebody else, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what why that was named. I mean, we were. I don't know if that was a mistake or what. But uh, we'd have to find someone. You know, obviously our thinking was is if we get in the race with Cyclone, that means another jockey is coming out of the race. So oh, maybe, sure. So so we'll wait to see who that is. We got a list of two or three num- names that we're talking about, and I really think in the next day or two that we're going to find out the Cyclone mischief will be running the Kentucky Derby. There's a lot of stuff that. A lot of rumors on the backside, so yeah. we'll just see. Uh, I don't wish it on anyone, so I don't no. like talking about it because it could be our horse. So um, if he gets in, great. Um, I think the horse is doing good. He's tremendous. Uh, been tra- training tremendous. You know, he's ran against the champion Forte the last two times, and he's he's been very competitive and right there. So I, I feel like he deserves a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'd love to have Dale Romans in the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, I would too. Just uh, that's one of there's one of the guys that uh, you root for, and, and certainly he's on that list. Um, real real quick, practical move uh, won the Santa Anita Derby. He's coming in on a three race winning streak, going back to last year when he won at La Salle, uh, the Futurity there. What are your thoughts on the Santa Anita Derby? Won a practical move. Very scary horse. You know, he's, he's one of those horses like King Barnes. I think he's set up with the perfect trip. Uh, and so it's very scary that, uh, you know, cause he's got enough speed to break away from there and sit behind the speed if the inside goes. And, uh, the only question I have with him, Ken is, is can a practical joke get a mile and a quarter? That's the only thing I know. I know on the bottom side, it says he can, but he's a horse that's obviously very, very talented, very, very good. And like you said, he's won three in a row and, uh, much respect for him. And just, I think it's going to depend on if he can get the distance. Forte, um, is the favorite, the morning line favorite. He's won six or seven in his lifetime. He's just a grand looking horse, just spectacular. Yeah. You saw him, as you mentioned a minute ago, Cyclone <clears throat> running behind him in the Fountain of Youth and then the Florida Derby. What impressed me in the Florida Derby is I thought he was beat. I, oh, <laughs> excuse me. At the no April. question. No I, question. I thought this wasn't his day. Now, I don't know if that's just his big heart, his will to win. Um, but that maybe that race that didn't catch a lot of people's eye. A lot of people are thinking that negative. I went the other way. I thought, you know what? This wasn't his day and he overcome it. He overcame it. He got a little, uh, unbelievable education, which I'm not sure that wasn't part of the plan that, you know, they were, obviously they broke from the 11 hole at Gulfstream, which is almost impossible to win from. And he had all kinds of trouble, went wide, faced all that adversity and still came home with, and with a win. I mean, at the, like you said, that last finish was remarkable to how he finished and, and uh, he's got the best trainer in America, and Hall of Fame trainer, Todd Pletcher, the best jockey in the world, and Irad Ortiz. So the connections, the ownership, it's, it's a strong. Uh, he's the one to beat. He's the two-year-old champion. He's a, Right now, he's won, like, four grade ones. Uh, deservingly favorite, deserve, you know, he's the one to beat. So um, we're breaking right next to him. Hopefully, uh, you know, we get first run at it. Two more, and then I want to talk about your two. Dimmer Sorgati, the Japanese horse, who Japanese horses do not well do well in the Kentucky Derby. This horse won the uh, Dubai uh, Derby uh, in front-running fashion. He may be on the lead. In fact, I expect him. It's, it's just different to watch how they train their horses. Oh. W- what have you seen out of Dermis Sorogate? 
It's uh, you see a lot of them. I can tell you that. Yes, the you do. <laughs> <laughs> they're on the, they're on their, they, they train way different than we do. They're on the track for about 90 minutes, which is just unbelievable. But um, God, he's, you know, it's hard to, because the numbers that come back from the UAD Derby are the, by far the best of any prep that we've had here. Uh, his, they just you know tower over everything. So if he runs back to his numbers, he's going to be very, very tough to beat. And, you know, breaking from on the outside, maybe he'll get a good trip. I don't know with his speed. It's interesting, you know, mind the biscuits uh, getting a mile and a quarter, but on the bottom side, he is bred to go two turns. So mm. it's, uh, it's you know, it's hard to, it's like you said, it's very hard to tell how good he's doing because it's just the way they train. You can't really yeah. pick up on it. <laughs> no, it's tough. All right. Well, why is Belmont putting blinkers on Rocket Can? An equipment change right before a, the biggest race in the world. I mean, oh, put yeah. speed in the horse. He's working a hole in the yeah. wind. Your thoughts? Yeah. I talked to, I was just with Dale Romans about an hour ago and I, I asked him about horses he saw and he said he talked to Bill Mott and, and Bill's very, very excited about the horse, um, the way he's been training. And if you've watched his works, he is training absolutely wonderful. Um, I have the same question you do and I've heard a lot of people in the media like, but I'm never going to question Bill Mott. So he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> he's the best, he's one of the best of all time. Yeah. But I, I was, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, there's, they think there's an awful lot of talent in that horse. And I think they're just trying to keep him as focused as possible because they know there's more there and they're going to try to get everything they can. And uh, we ran against him in the Arkansas Derby. And I think that, um, you know, he was a favorite that day. Yeah. And he kind of he kind of was a little rowdy in the in the paddock, and I I kind of felt like oh wow he's he's kind of lost the race before we started the way he mm -hmm. was acting. So I don't know if they're really trying to keep him focused and trying something different, but uh, it's definitely uh, it's not a normal play for Bill Mond or anyone going to the Kentucky Derby to put blinkers on first time going to the Derby. But I think it's another horse that's going to show a lot of speed, Ken, and uh, it, it might help us out. All right, let's talk about your two. First of all, number 12, Jace's Road. What do you expect out of Jace's Road? How is he trained other than the, the gallop out didn't uh, catch your eye the other day? How's he been? Yeah, you know, he's a horse that's when we brought him in as a two-year-old, he's our, by far, if you ask me who our derby horse was, it, it would have been Jace's Road. He was, came off the farm with tremendous amount of talent. Burke was made in first time out, and he's just been a horse that's been inconsistent. Uh, he's a by quality road. We know he can get the distance. So that's why we bought him. Uh, quality roads are known for getting a mile and a quarter. And so he's just going to have to really have his A game, put it all together to compete at this level. Um, I think he can obviously get a breaking from the 12 hole. I think he could get a good trip with all the speed inside of him if he can sit off it and relax. But that's a big question. So he's going to have to run his best race and, and really improve to compete at this level. But, you know, stranger things are happening. You can't win if you're not in the race. That's true. Uh, that's for certain. Uh, let's talk about Angel of Empire. He's eight to eight to one, eight to one in the morning line or six to one. Um, yeah, he's, he's eight to one third favorite. Um, yeah. And that's kind of where I thought he'd be. He's eight to one third favorite you know, when it came out. And so that's um Tremendous. I told Dennis, I said, you know, coming from Iowa, buying these horses in 2012, and here we are 10 years later or whatever, mm -hmm. we're the third favorite in the Kentucky Derby. I said, let's let's really enjoy this week. This is something to be really proud of and excited. And yeah. Like I said, you know, we might not win this race, but, man, going in, it's really the very first time that I – other than when Patio Prado ran that I really felt like, wow, we if things go right, we got a big, big shot. Now, you know, I think it would just be so fun to when – when they turn from home – and if you just had a chance, because you can tell at the top of the lane if you have a chance or not. Sure. And I just would just love it so much if we can just get up and cheer like crazy. And we might we might come up short, but boy, what an, what a thrill that would just be for us to experience coming down the stretch in the Kentucky Derby with just a just a little bit of hope.
Oh, uh, and man. I think I, I think that's how it's going to unfold, but that's just me anyway. So this race goes off at seven o'clock in Louisville, just before seven. I think uh, three minutes before oh, seven. I, oh, I right. So that, how man. will you spend the day, Jason? How, <laughs> yeah. You're not going to be able to sleep Friday, I would think. No, I, was, I haven't slept for two weeks, Ken. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that morning show, thank God, it comes on at six in the morning in Iowa, and I go and get in my car and drive around and watch that at Churchill Downs. But yeah, it's been. Uh, <clears throat> It's uh, it's been very stressful, obviously, but it's a good stress. I wouldn't change it for anything, and um, I just I'm trying to enjoy it. Like my wife said, just enjoy it, and, and you can't control it. It's out of your hands. Just enjoy it and have fun. But um, like I said, I have about twenty of my best friends coming in on Thursday, um, and so we're gonna. And I told them Thursday and Friday are my fun days. I'm really gonna enjoy it and hang out yeah. with you guys, and, and we're gonna have a blast. And then Saturday. You might not see me as much. I'll be in and out and I'll be nervous as could be. And my family comes, I'll be hanging out with my family and kids and really soaking it up. And, and, uh, once we go over the backside around five o'clock and, and get prepared for the walkover, it's, it's really going to hit me, but, uh, man, I just couldn't be more excited to, to be in this position. It's going to be a fun, fun rest of the week. And I wouldn't trade for anything. I wouldn't trade spots with any other horse, to be honest with you. And I wouldn't, and I, and I wouldn't, and I'm not trying to be cocky i just i just like our horse i really do and i and i like our position and and i i love our trainer he's just a, he he's a he's awesome and he's just knows how to get your horses peaking at the right time yeah no doubt about that have you thought what it'd be like if you win i have i can't lie <laughs> i'm uh it's uh it's just mind-boggling to think that i've been watching as like you have we've been watching this race for our whole life right and yeah. to to be in this position it's uh I, it's been through my head and, and I just, I quickly think about it and stop because it's just, it's, <laughs> it's just, uh, it'd be an amazing accomplishment and feeling. And, uh, I just wanted, you know, just wanted a grade one Arkansas Derby. It was sure. an unbelievable day. I can't imagine winning this thing. It'd be something that, uh, the state of Iowa would be so proud of. I hope. Yep. Yeah, no, they, they, they definitely would. You got a big chance. No doubt about it. Jason, uh, like you say, there's a whole bunch of people rooting for you and your family. Uh, it's, it's a great story. And uh, boy, oh boy, you're going to get it done one of these years. You've had great success. But if you get three in here, that is an unbelievable accomplishment, yeah. even two. And to have a horse with a legitimate chance. Um, there's so many people that that I respect as handicappers that have Angel right on top of their sheets. So well, uh, we I appreciate see. it. And thanks for your uh, coverage. And uh, let's get her done. We'll talk to you on the radio on Friday. Thanks for doing this part of Iowa everywhere as we take a look at the 149th Kentucky Derby. Of course, you can watch and wager on it at Prairie Meadows. Jason, good luck to you and your family. Thank you. Hey, thanks a lot, Mike. Bye-bye. Iowa everywhere.